Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The circle is now complete. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Only a master of evil does. We would be honored if you would join us. Something that's been questioned heavily since the release of the film. Why was Vader's technique in Rogue One so much more powerful and amazing than in A New Hope when he faced Obi-Wan? There are two answers here, which you can skip to the other if you have no interest in the first. The first one I'll address now, which is the most obvious and least fun. However, it's the most realistic. It's that when Episode 4 came out in 1977, the choreography and stunts weren't nearly as elaborate and athletic as today's. That, as well as the fact that the actual lightsabers that they used for rotoscoping while filming were made mostly out of powdered glass, which helped them cast a glowing aura on film, especially when they wrapped it in a reflective tape. The dowels often broke and came loose from the hilt, not to mention they were extremely light, which made it hard to wield properly. This all caused the actors to have to be extra careful when doing their scenes. Dave Prowse, who was the actor in Vader's suit, was told to never touch his blade to Obi-Wan's, or Alec Guinness, as to avoid them from shattering, sending glass into the air, and damaging the camera equipment. This is why we can see the fight is filled with entire screen flashes to cover up the fact that the blades never actually touch. As for the choreography, it was shadowing the Seven Samurai movie, which was a great movie, however, it wasn't nearly as fast-paced and exciting as the prequel Star Wars trilogy. Now that the filming reasons are explained, we can move on to part two, the analysis of the characters. Why Vader himself was different. Let's examine the scene from Rogue One. Vader is going against the rebels with blasters. These men are zero of a threat to him. If we go back to the Battle of Genosis, will not be hostages to be bartered, Dooku. Anakin as a mere Padawan, was able to deflect a stadium full of droids firing at him and the Jedi from a 360 degree angle. Now in Rogue One, Vader was deflecting those shots just from one angle, directly in front of him. This was a breeze for a battle-hardened and more force-powerful Darth Vader. Now we can analyze Vader's motives in each scene. In Rogue One, Vader's direct objective was to retrieve the Death Star plans before they got into the wrong hands. This causes time to be of the essence pressuring him under the clock to get those plans. The second point is that the Rebels had blasters, extremely fast laser beams that would burn into a suit if hit repetitively. This would cause Vader to move even faster, as it just wouldn't look right if he moved slowly to dodge and deflect blaster fire. He knew the Rebels were no threat, and his need to break through them to get to his objective forced him to just hack his way through. In A New Hope, Vader's mindset was completely different. 
Obi-Wan was the man who put him in this depressive life. He was the reason that Padme turned against him, at least to Vader's knowledge. Obi-Wan is trying to turn you against me. And the person who robbed him of achieving his full powers by making him half-man. He had been searching for Obi-Wan since the end of the duel on Mustafar. Killing as many remaining Jedi from Order 66 as he could over the years, searching for his old master, until he saw him surprisingly aboard his base on the Death Star. We have to note that Vader may have been overly cautious. It had been 19 years since he saw his old master, and when he had, he had cut off his limbs and left him to burn to death. While enraged with revenge, he was cautious to know if Obi-Wan had learned something new in this time apart. To not be overly confident as to not make the same mistake as when he was just an arrogant boy. He would not repeat his mistakes again. You underestimate my power! Compared to their duel on Mustafar, Obi-Wan was a different fighter altogether. Apart from the fact that he was trying to prove something to Luke by giving in to the Force. The hot desert sands of Tatooine had left him aged, lonely, and most of all, rusty. Without a sparring partner, or any real force opponent for that matter, Obi-Wan had resorted to the basics of lightsaber combat. And because of this massive difference, Vader was more weary than confident. Careful not to make the same mistake of arrogance as before, he matched Obi-Wan's striking, looking for an opening in his attacks and parries, causing Vader to be much more slow and careful this time around. In Legends, Vader goes over the events of Mustafar on a daily basis in his mind, examining his faults and how he could have done things differently, understanding he was too hasty and arrogant, vowing to never make the same mistake again, to be more calculated, more like the machine he was, and to kill Obi-Wan just as he believed he could, all those years ago. What do you think about the difference of the fighting styles? Do you think Vader would still have won if Obi-Wan didn't sacrifice himself and fought to his full potential? As always, I'd like to read your comments down below. If you enjoyed this video, make sure to hit like and support the channel. It means a lot, everyone. Thank you so much for watching, and I hope you're all having a great day or night wherever you are in the galaxy watching this. I'll see you all in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory. Until we meet again, remember, the Force will be with you. Always. <laughs> now, fulfill your destiny.